we inform. Religious freedom is about people of faith being able to live out their faith, live out their convictions, no matter where they are. We equip. This is a battle of worldviews. And we activate. We also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. This is AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome to the Core here on American Family Radio. Glad to be with you today on the show. American Family Radio, this is the Core. I'm Walker Wildman. If you want to listen to the show, you can do so live by going to our website, AFR.net. AFR.net. You can download the American Family Radio app as well. Just go to your app store, whatever device you use, go to your app store and download the American Family Radio app. We try to make it convenient for you to download, convenient for you to listen. We are permanently, the core is permanently banned from YouTube as a result of my on-the-fly comments on the 2020 election that I actually didn't spend much time on yesterday. But some algorithm picked me up, flagged the show, and just canned the entire channel on YouTube. So we will not be airing the show on YouTube anymore. We will not be airing the show on YouTube anymore. And we are still building out our live streaming feature on our EFA streaming site. So I sent a message to our IT department this morning and said, you know, FYI, I just got canned at YouTube, so let's speed up this whole live streaming option on our streaming platform. So we're going to work on that and be at a point in the future where we don't have to rely on third-party platforms such as YouTube or Facebook to live stream the show. But for now, we are still up on Facebook. I guess Zuckerberg likes me. We're still up on Facebook at the core show page on Facebook. So you can watch the video there. And of course, we do upload the video after the fact to our AFA streaming platform. You can just go to streaming.afa.net, streaming.afa.net, and you can watch the show after the fact on that platform where we upload the video too. <clears throat> he won't like you after we have Speaker Gun on. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so Facebook may nix me tomorrow. That's true. Yeah, they're not intimidated by me. Good, good point, Marty. Very good point. Um. So we're going to have a speaker gun, Philip Gunn on from Mississippi this week at some point to discuss some uh, good legislation out of the state of Mississippi on multiple fronts. We'll talk with uh, uh, state uh, uh, rep Philip Gunn in the coming days on uh, some good policy and good laws being signed by the governor of Mississippi, Tate Reeves, here in Mississippi. So stay tuned for that in the coming days. The uh, scripture for the week, we are in Psalm chapter 17. Psalm chapter 17. Hear a just cause, O Lord, attend to my cry. Give ear to my prayer from lips free of deceit. From your presence let my vindication come. Let your eyes behold the right. That's our uh, scripture, or, or part of our scripture for the week. And what I want to point out today and here is what I've pointed out yesterday as well, and that is uh, David petitions the Lord to first attend to his cry, 
which um, is important. So, so David petitions the Lord, attend to my cry, attend to my petition before you, give ear to my prayer. And David notes, from lips free of deceit. So David is attempting to present himself um, in, in the best manner possible before God. And we know, as in Scripture, that you can present yourself uh, to God in any state, and he's able to restore you. That's the beauty of salvation and the beauty of the blood of Christ is that we can be forgiven of all sins. Uh, Scripture actually says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. But we should, as believers, we should want to present ourselves as acceptable before God. What does Scripture also say? That the prayers of the righteous are powerful. The prayers of the righteous are effective. So we should want to be like David, and we should want to present ourselves free of deceit, he says. David says about his lips, lips free of deceit is how he presented himself before God. Jumping into our stories for the day, Wesley Wildman, my brother, he'll be in with the second segment. We're going to talk about our Marriage Family Life Conference coming up in July. We'll also talk about the Ten Commandments. We'll continue our study of the Ten Commandments in the next segment. Jumping to the economic news today, inflation climbing a record 8.5% this month or this past month in March, the highest level since December of 1981. 40-year high, 8.5%. Year over year, this is a consumer price index that is released each month. 8.5%, the highest since 1981. Let's listen to CNBC Rick Santelli talking about Bidenflation. Clip 5. All right, well, the headline number comes in as expected. Hot, hot, hot it up. 1.2%, 1.2%, up 1.2%. That means that's the highest month-over-month inflation rate since 2005. If we strip out the all-important food and energy, it's up three-tenths, about half what we expected, and well below the high water mark, which was April, and the April was up nine-tenths of 1%. That was the highest in 41 years. So we definitely eased back. Now let's go to the year-over-year numbers. Uh, usurped 7.9, remains a 41-year high. You have to go back to 1981. And finally, we're looking at year-over-year core, expected up 6.6, comes in at 6.5, taking out the 6.4%. So up at 6.5, we are now looking once again to comp back to 82. That remains the same. Uh, with, with respect to comping, and the reason is because in 82, we traded all the way up to 9.1%. So you can see that 6.5 has some room to continue to go back to the same point four decades plus, and that really is the issue here, isn't it? Now, when we adjust earnings for inflation, if you look at hourly earnings on a year-over-year basis, 
They're down 2.7%. Adjusted for inflation on weekly year-over-year earnings, down 3.6%. And this is really something to pay attention to. We're all together for the last big jobs report. We saw the very historic year-over-year wage gains at 6%, uh, best since record-keeping in 97. But we can see that it doesn't keep up with inflation. So these numbers outside of month-over-month core are all hot. They're all cycle highs. Something to pay attention to. Well, a lot of information there, but the two things I want to point out is, as I mentioned, consumer price index up 8.5% year over year, the highest since 1981, and as Santelli notes there, 9.1% was the peak back around uh, the early 80s. 9.1% was the peak, so we're uh, 0.6% away from that. Then you get over that, then you're talking historic. Then you're talking highest ever. But the White House has been claiming that, well, wages are keeping up. Wages are keeping up with inflation. That's not true. That's not true at all. Remember transitory? Remember transitory? (laughs) Bobby, all the smart folk, all the Wall Street folk kept telling us it was transitory. So how, how, Bobby, can a Mississippi boy with no economic background with a four-year degree from a state university, tell people that it's not transitory, and they can't figure that out, Bobby. Yeah, and they all ate their words on that. Everyone from uh, Lagarde with the IMF to uh, Schwab in the World Economic Forum, all of them. Yellen, Powell. Yellen, Powell, (laughs) you know, the usual usual comedy routine from the U.S., of course, but uh, it it went internationally, and they all had to eat their words. So— here, here's a little reading into their heart and their mind, Bobby. Is it that they really believed it was transitory, or is it possible that they were reading the talking points from the Biden White House? Yeah, I think it's more the the, the latter. Uh, the latter, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they, they can't. I mean, you some people may just not be that smart, or they're being fed bad information. But these folks, you can't tell me all of them that were wrong. We're all being fed bad information, and they all bought into the bad information. You just can't sell that to me. Yeah, they they wanted to keep all the globalists on the same sheet of music. Yes. Yeah. And they they all they all shared the same talking points. They sure did, but boy, were they all wrong. <laughs> and people say, "Hey, Walker, why don't you trust the experts?" Well, reason number seven million three hundred eighty-five. <laughs> Find me one. <laughs> yeah. So you know you you you. Uh, you start getting things right, and then we might, could start building credibility. But just as it is in relationships, in day-to-day relationships, what, what's, the, what's the saying? You know, it only takes one, takes a lifetime to build up a reputation, takes a lifetime to build up trust. Trust, it takes uh, one mistake to destroy it. One mistake to destroy it. Well, here we have the quote-unquote economic experts making mistake after mistake after mistake. But guess who CNN and CNBC and MSNBC, guess who they all go to? They all go to the same folks, the same talking heads who keep telling us all the wrong things. And you wonder why people are flocking, why people are flocking to American Family News 
American Family Radio and all the other alternative media outlets out there, uh, they're flocking our way because they just can't trust what's coming out of the mouth of the traditional old guard uh, that have been running the country for so very long. So uh, the um, so uh, inflation conclusion on on this topic specifically as it relates to the 8.5 CPI that was released. The uh, wages are not keeping up, folks. Don't believe the lie, and you, the listener, know it because you're the one making the wages and paying the bills. The wages are not keeping up. So you had a uh, now a loss, uh, 0.8% decline month over month on real average hourly earnings posted, I'm sorry, a seasonally adjusted 0.8% decline for the month. So year over year, an 8%, uh, a 0.8% decline in real average hourly earnings. And the, 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 the reliability about the real average hourly earnings is it factors in inflation. It factors in inflation. So if you're if inflation's going up 8.5%, but real earnings are only going up 7% or 7.5%, then, of course, you the uh, actual worker out there is at a loss of about 1% or 1.5%, depending on which number you use. Well, you, you, you and the, the 8%, the, let me just note that the 8% number is also not the full picture. The 8% number is not the full picture, my friends, because... Every consumer out there can tell you that goods and services, when you look at different categories, goods and services are up way more than 8.5%. Way more than 8.5%. Well, let me give you some data. This is an April 12th, so that's today, 2022 article out of Breitbart. But the Department of Labor released numbers today as well that show a 32% increase in overall energy cost compared to one year ago. Propane, propane, kerosene, and firewood, these are different categories of energy. They're up 24% year over year. Regular gasoline up 48% compared to this time last year. Mid-grade gasoline up 45, premium gasoline up 42, electricity up 11%. So even the EV, even the Tesla costs more to charge. Boy, I thought they were affordable. Well, the charging costs are going up there as well. And then uh, utility or piped like natural gas up 21%. All energy costs. So, so the lowest one here is 11%, and that's electricity as far as energy costs. So by inflation hitting America, and who's it hurting? You and me, the little folks. It's hurting us. Be back in a few minutes. And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined allotted periods and the boundaries of their dwelling place. My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. Acts 17.26 conveys to us the reality that we were born and placed in the 21st century by God's specific design. He determined before time where we would live and when we would live there. If you're in Minnesota, Mississippi, or Maine, God put you there on purpose. He's not surprised by the darkness we see around us, nor is he caught off guard by it. In fact, he specifically prepared for it by making sure you're alive right now. God can do whatever he wants— 
but he's chosen to use you and me as ambassadors of his kingdom. We are his torches to light up the darkness. Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner with Abraham Hamilton III, public policy analyst for the American Family Association. This is Raising Godly Girls Minute with Patty Garibay of American Heritage Girls. In life, proper alignment is key. Whether it be the tires on your mom mobile or the joints in your body, good alignment makes all the difference. But have you considered the effects of your alignment or misalignment with God? The world is full of opinions and beliefs that on the surface may seem agreeable. But dig deeper and you might find that nugget of truth is distorted by a bedrock of misunderstanding, warped perception, or even lies, all things of the enemy. He is the originator of half-truths that pull us out of alignment with God. As you parent your girl through right and wrong, be sure to give yourself regular alignment check-ins. Pray the words of Psalm 143.10, Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. Learn more about empowering girls through the love of God at RaisingGodlyGirls.com. The following are real-life stories from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt. I used my credit cards as a source of income. It was not a good situation. I couldn't pay my bills. The interest on the cards was really high. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-788-1813. I initially was scared to call, and immediately I felt relief. They contacted all of our creditors, and they put us on a plan for success. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. I've been able to pay off close to $15,000. We're doing a lot better. Please pick up the phone and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. It's a godsend. We're debt-free for keeps. Call Trinity at 1-800-788-1813. That's 1-800-788-1813. AFA at the Core podcast are available at AFR.net. Back to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome back to the Core here on American Family Radio. Well, we were told, not only were we told not so long ago that the inflation was transitory. Look, in a couple months, it'll be gone. Just trust us. We do this for a living. We're experts. Well, not only did we get misled in that arena, but we also were told, on the other hand, that the government printing more money for the American Rescue Plan, what are we rescuing America from? Well, nobody knows, but it's a good name for the legislation. The, uh, the rescue plan that Biden uh, and his uh, Democrat allies in Congress passed at the beginning of his term as president in 2021, that $1.9 trillion package, well, Biden told us that that would actually help ease inflation. The White House came out. They said, you know what? Passing this American rescue package, $1.9 trillion, it will actually help to ease the inflationary pressure. Then uh, Biden says it's not true that it's going to make inflation worse. Let's listen to clip three flashback. We, the Democrats, while the economy grew, we're on track right now 
I'm on track to be the first president in history to lower the deficit by over $1 trillion in one year. So I'm sick of this stuff. We have to talk about it because the American people think the reason for inflation is government spending more money. Simply not true. I don't think we need any lectures from our friends on the other side about fiscal responsibility. Look, we have an ambitious agenda. Well, look, I'll agree with him on one thing, Wesley. The Republicans don't have much credibility to talk about fiscal responsibility because they spend money just like the Democrats. Yeah, so that's common ground. That's common ground. But in that clip, he said it's simply not true that the $1.9 trillion led to more inflation. What do you say? I call him a liar. <laughs> that's a simple way to put <laughs> yeah, it. That's, yeah, he doesn't have a good uh, – he or his – let me speak more specifically. His administration, Biden's administration, doesn't have a plan in place that's going to fix the e- economic crisis and situation. And we've talked about this before. It's multi-layers here. Mm-hmm. It's not just inflation. But you also have a, a supply chain shortage. It's just a variety. It's just a complete disaster. And I felt like this was going to be seasonal, meaning three to six months, just based on the natural consequences of the reaction to the COVID virus. Mm-hmm. However, uh, this seems to be more like a a uh, uh, a Biden administration. I'm not concerned about that yes. thing. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and they don't have to be. I mean, you're looking at these people that have been in Washington or at least been a part of politics for so long that they are, most of them are either very, very wealthy or at least very wealthy, Mm. either very, very wealthy or very wealthy. Yeah. They're just not hit by any type of of these uh, economic um, situations we're talking about. So much so that it makes me think back to the the program we had a couple weeks back where we talked about how they were trying to push uh, energy. Uh, and replace uh, our electric cars in place of the fuels and paying for gas. Yeah. And we all agreed right there that your your ordinary, your your middle-class citizen cannot afford that what they're talking about as a solution to the problem. Yes. So it's, 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 quite, it's quite ridiculous. It, it's, uh, it gets your heart racing when you hear them talk and say stuff like that because you want to reach through the microphone or the screen. <laughs> and take the microphone yeah, from like, Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, but on the other hand, too, this is also why uh, he has just not got any popular votes. I mean, his his plan is a complete disaster or no plan. Now, we don't have time for this today. I prepared for uh, for to talk about a little bit the commandments, but I'll say this much, and then you, mm-hmm. can fin- you can close this part out, but – the the question part we could have a program on like how much is this is intentional yeah or how much of this is they just don't care right I mean there's a conversation to be had on all these different we could point to several different instances but nonetheless uh the the fruit of what they're doing is unproductive to fix the solution yes problem and I and I'll 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 lend a little bit of of opinion on your your question there about whether it's intentional or whether these people are just this stupid yeah well it 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 benefits who i'm asking a question who does it benefit when the economy crashes and people are more reliant on the government who does it benefit which party is benefits which party benefits more with more people in america relying on the government for their daily needs 
And yep. we all know the answer to that. It yep. benefits the Democrats. Sure the more people on the government dole, on the government payroll, benefits them. Why? Because their entire agenda is about less capitalism, less private property, less uh, private corporations, entrepreneurship. Self-responsibility. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Self-motivation and more government, more government programs, and more printing of the almighty dollar. So that uh, helps drive and answer that question. Yep. All right, Wesley, let's jump to uh, what we were going to talk about and pick up what we were going to talk about from a few weeks ago. Yes, I'd love to do that. we got about eight or ten minutes left, and with the time we got, I want to pick up where we have left off in the previous episodes. And before I do, I want to say two things. One, we did a 15-minute intro to the Ten Commandments on March 29th. That was 15 minutes of an intro to the Ten Commandments on March 29th. Um, and there is archived on AFR.net. It's archived on AFR.net. Also, we covered commandments already. We've covered commandments one through four, which is archived on March 31st. That's March 31st. We, uh, is archived on AFR.net commandments one through four. And the reason I want to mention that is because I'm going to be tempted to go back and spend time on those, but I'm not going to do it. Okay. I'm not going to do it. We're, I'm going to stay focused. <laughs> That'll eat up your eight minutes yeah. quick. Oh, that'll go quick. So I'm going to stay focused on this. And we're going to go through commandments five through seven today, and then we'll cover the rest on another episode on AFA at the core. So uh, commandment number five, it is, I'll read it for us. Commandment number five says this, honor your father and mother that the days may go long upon you in this land. That is, honor your father and mother. You know, the first thing I wanted to highlight there walker and uh i'm going to talk you feel free to hop in as mm-hmm. needed one thing i want to point out here is that this does not notice that it does not say honor your mother and your mother mm. notice that god has a tremendous amount of uh application but also um um the word will come to me in a minute but it doesn't say honor your father and father and it doesn't say honor your mother and mother there's implications that's what i was getting at. there's yeah. a whole lot of implications here and one would mean that he implies that uh, in order for you to have to honor your parents, it would have to be a husband and a wife. Yes. Um, and so that's just a great a reminder. And the reason I point that out, main reason I point that out, is because uh, many times for those that support the, quote, gay Christian movement, one of their things is, well, the Bible doesn't talk about. Uh, and boy, is that but, not true. Well, now, we know, boy, that's not true. <laughs> but here we have to also read to what God is saying here specifically now there's specific quotes that are more direct but this is a little bit more indirect that 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 a marriage is made up of a husband and a wife and so yeah there is no procreation yeah. without one man and one, one woman. woman yep so honor your father and mother also too it's one of the it is the first commandment with a promise and now what that looks like and how god defines that there's a lot that we could go into that but the bottom line is that god keeps his word yes and when he says that uh, honor your father and mother that the days will be go that you'll have that you'll live a long life um, now whatever that looks like in your life based on your health issues and, your, and all that the po- the bottom line is i trust god with his promises mm. and that's what he says and you know another thing we talk about here we, we see from the fifth commandment is that there is principles and rights that come with the fifth commandment and that is that we have the right to be married and have a family because we understand that family is a fundamental institution to society, and it was the very first institution in which God created all the way back in Genesis. He did that before he created government, and then he followed up by creating the church. 
So you're telling me that that God talks about parental rights in the Ten Commandments? He does, and we'll get to that (laughs) even more. I believe it's in the Seventh Commandment, Um, but we'll get to that even more. But he does, yeah, so parental rights. And that goes to to your next point. You know, there's so many times that I have seen and that you have seen that uh, the church specifically and even society wants to delegate or even assume. Delegate, that's too kind. I take that back. They want to assume that others in other areas, uh, whether it be teacher, youth pastor, pastor, uh, wherever they want, wherever that coach, coach, whatever, that they have, or they at least assume that they're going to disciple their kids, teach them right from wrong, and that's good. And you hope that that happens. And we need it. We need to, as parents, put our kids in a position where those areas influence and compliment what we're trying to teach but the bottom line and i've said this on this program many times i've had the opportunity to uh baptize three individuals one including my son and every time i've done so as i'm baptizing them in front of our church i always add this and that is from this commandment we learn that the parents are the primary responsibility they have the primary responsibility of discipling their kids yes and that's the bottom line uh, again, uh, hopefully you can put yourself, you should be putting yourself in a position to where the other areas, teachers, coaches, uh, entertainment. Yeah, are compl- affirm, they're affirming, they're at least affirming, complimenting what you're complimenting teaching what you're But the bottom line, you are, we are as parents responsible for discipling their kids. And I won't be able to read all the Bible verses that go with these. So that's the reason I gave you, want to remind you that you can go to AFR.net Go to our podcast page, AFA the Core, and you can go back, listen to, and write them down. But here's some Bible verses that go with the parents being the responsible, we being responsible for discipling their kids. That's Deuteronomy chapter six, verses five through nine, Ephesians four six, Proverbs one eight, and Second Timothy three sixteen and seventeen. And Ephesians four, man, that's such a beautiful. Ephesians five, it's such a beautiful picture, and it reminds us as dads specifically, yeah. not to uh, provoke our children to anger. You mm-hmm. know, there's, there's, we have a huge responsibility as, as, as parents, and that is to disciple our kids, and we get that from the fifth commandment. And uh, that, and that word provoke is, is a little bit different than the way we're using it today. Yeah, provoke in any form, and that means not just uh, agging on or intentionally. In, in, in modern terms, provoking your child to anger, like picking on them. Right, right, right. But it's also talking about even setting examples or doing things and showing them things that you know they shouldn't do. Right. Yep, that's exactly so right. So that provoke word is very wide, wide-ranging there. Yep, exactly. And the last point I want to make on the fifth commandment of honoring your father and mother. So what is the mission then of the family? And I, we get this from Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. It says to be fruitful and multiply. Now, you can reach across here and cl- you can. My, uh, Bobby's got the mic, so he can cut me off whenever he wants. Here, <laughs> no, we're but, not YouTube. But, we don't cut people's mics okay. off. But what I understand and the way I read this and through my Bible study, the multiplication part is three or more because if you if one and one is an addition, multiplication is three or more. That's how you multiply. However, yeah. let me stop there. For those that have uh, infertility issues, those that have other uh, medical issues that aren't able to. We at AFR are very concerned about that. We have a whole ministry dedicated to that. It's Hannah's called Heart. Hannah's Heart. Yeah. So we are very aware of that. My wife and I have experienced the loss of a child. There's all types of reasons why why, why uh, married couples who are intended on multiplying can't. So mm-hmm. with that said, the reason I want to emphasize it is because of the societal uh, negative of, uh, view 
on having multiple kids and how they would view it as an economic burden, how they take up your time from you being able to do your own thing right. or whatever it is. So that's the reason I want to emphasize that I don't want to underplay what God said. I mean, he said it. Right. He said, he said, be fruitful, multiply. So I just want to give. And there are other ways. Yeah. Adoption. To multiply. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. For, beyond biological means. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And and we, that's another program for its own day. But we're again, with this 10 commandment study, we're doing all this in a total of an hour. If you, if you add in the episodes that we've done on it. So we're just giving you the highlights and we want to encourage you to uh, go get the book. The book that AFA helped sponsor is called God's Blueprint for Life, Liberty, and Property, a Bible study of the Ten Commandments by Stephen McDowell. It will soon be on our website, but currently it is on his website. You can go to Stephen McDowell. Just Google his name, and his website will be there. And I'm going to I'm gonna do a, a giveaway, Wesley. Okay. I'm going to do a free giveaway, which I guess it. a giveaway should be free. <laughs> it better should be. should be a paid giveaway. That one doesn't make sense. Uh-huh. But the first person in the next few minutes to email the core at afa.net. Email the core at afa.net. That's our show email address, the core at afa.net. Uh, email us your name and address, and we will send you a complimentary copy of this book. What's yeah. the name? What's the name of this book again, yeah. Wesley? We're going to use this in the coming months as a as a premium. Uh, but currently, it's uh, hold it up real yeah. quick. Oh, hold sorry, front up. right there. God's Blueprint for Life, Liberty, and Property: A Bible Study of the Ten Commandments by Steve McDowell. Now, commandment number seven. Here we go. All right. And we're going to fly through this one. Um, it says uh, the, the, uh, the, sixth, the sixth commandment is you shall not murder. You shall not murder. Let me just read what uh, Webster Dictionary, Mr. Webster, summarized this commandment. And he said this. This commandment, you shall not murder, is a great extent in its application. It forbids not only murder, which is a premeditated malicious killing, but also all manslaughter, hmm. either by direct or indirect means. Uh, or in, however, it's there is an exception, which is uh, self-defense. Life is a gift of God and that no man has a right to take it from another, nor is the person has a right to destroy his own life. So the importance of uh, the value of life, which goes to remind me about, that's why I believe, uh, you know, we have a right as Christians, not only a right, sorry, we have an obligation as Christians to stand in, behalf, in the gap on behalf of those who don't have the uh, the ability or the, the platform to speak to life. That's why AFA, one of our primary core issues and in, in that we talk about yeah. is the right to life. That's right. And, and not only does that include babies in the womb, it includes the elderly, and it includes uh, the topic of euthanasia yep. or, or doctor-assisted suicide, doctor-assisted murder. Uh, that's why Christians should be against that as well. Murder in all forms. So we learn from the sixth commandment that we have the right to life, and with the, as Christians, we should protect the right to life as well. So Amen. thank you for having me on the show, Walker. All right, AFA at the core. We'll be back in just a few minutes. They should face some sort of consequences. At the very least, what you put on there should be true. And if it's not true, then it should be actionable. Major social media outlets are finding ways to block the conservative evangelical viewpoint. The American Family Association will no longer be canceled. Announcing AFA Streaming. 
our own video streaming platform, which will allow access to all AFA video content. AFA streaming is now available. Learn more at afa.net. Disney caved. After stating Disney wouldn't take sides on the parental rights and education bill, CEO Bob Chapek caved to the LGBTQ's pressure. He has now affirmed Disney's support for gay rights, but that wasn't enough. In the upcoming Disney Pixar film Lightyear, a lesbian kissing scene that was initially cut has been put back in. This is a blatant attempt to indoctrinate our children, and we need to speak up now. Sign the pledge to boycott Lightyear at afa.net. In churches, and a lot of churches today, the issue of identity is sort of like the big elephant in the room. It's in the news, but it's not in the church. So if it's in society, it needs to be something the churches are addressing. In his image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality is now available for church screenings and events. Every person in America needs to see this. And all pastors need to show this to the church, get the people informed. If the church and Jesus isn't the answer, where's the world going? We want the message of the film to touch as many hearts and lives as possible. And we'd love to join with you to bring the film to your community. So let's say you have a small group or your church, or we've even been bringing the film into some prisons. We want to partner with you. So what we'll do is we'll send you a special kit and it's completely free and it'll just have some extra resources to help you promote your event. To find out more about how to host an event, go to inhisimage.movie and click on the host an event tab. That's inhisimage.movie. From the Pacific Justice Institute, this is The Legal Edge. Defending your rights as a Christian, a parent, and a citizen. Here's Brad Davis. PJI Center for Public Policy is officially opposing California's Assembly Bill 2098. This bill stifles free speech and would silence medical professionals who are so-called promoting misinformation about COVID-19. PJI describes the proposed law as an egregious unconstitutional move to silence and punish dissent. Folks, this is one of the many bills that PJI works to influence to ensure the protection of our constitutional rights. Learn more at pji.org. PJI provides legal representation without charge. Get exclusive email updates by registering for The Legal Insider at pji.org. AFA at the Core podcast are available at afr.net. Back to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome back to the Core here on American Family Radio. If you want to listen live to the show or you want to catch past episodes, you can go to AFR.net, AFR.net, or you can uh, download the American Family Radio app. Hey, just an update um, and to to tease your attention or your mind we uh, our IT team is developing a the CarPlay feature for your Apple device. The CarPlay feature for your Apple device. So, if you're driving a vehicle that has the CarPlay and Android Auto uh, feature or widget available on the dashboard, we are building out right now. We're beta testing the American Family Radio app in CarPlay. So uh, that should be released pretty soon for uh, for our, our supporters out there. And it makes listening to AFR so easy in your vehicle. All you do is hook up the CarPlay, and then the AFR app will then show up on your dashboard. 
and uh, you just you can control everything from the dashboard. You click on the app, you can listen live, you can go back to podcast, you can have all the features of the app right there on your car dashboard at your convenience. And so it's really really a game changer to where uh, you don't necessarily need an FM radio tower in your area. You can use the CarPlay feature, click on the AFR app, listen live wherever you are in your vehicle so long as you have an internet connection. Uh, so that's an exciting announcement coming up. Uh, we'll go live with that uh, here in the near future, so we'll be sure to let you know as soon as we do. Back to the stories for today. I listened to a gentleman uh, on named Sam Faddis, F-A-D-D-I-S. He was on with uh, Frank Gaffney in recent weeks. Frank Gaffney's uh, president, Center of Security uh, Center, uh, Center for Security Policy, I believe, is the name of Frank Gaffney's group. I'll, I'll double-check that. But nonetheless, uh, the uh, guest here, Sam Faddis, was on Frank Gaffney's show talking about the Center for Security Policy. I had that right. I knew I had it right. So that's what Frank Gaffney is founder and president of, Center for Security Policy. But he had on this guest on his show, Sam Faddis, who's a retired CIA officer, he uh, author, commentator, so on and so forth. And he was talking about, this uh, gentleman, Sam Faddis, was talking about the Biden family, uh, the corruption there, the kickbacks, the foreign business deals, all as Biden is VP. And he, he made a good point, and that is that this is not about Hunter Biden. And if we make this all about Hunter Biden, even though it's his laptop, Hunter Biden's not the one that's president. All right. Hunter Biden's not the one that's president. So we could probably find politicians and their children who are not making wise life choices and cover that for weeks. But those folks are not the ones that were elected to serve this country. Joe Biden was elected to serve this country. Let's focus on Joe Biden. So let's listen to Sam Faddis and what he had to say about this. Clip one. If you look at everything we know, about the Bidens, uh, about Joe, about Hunter's laptop, the whole, the whole ball of wax. In my opinion, what you're looking at is an absolutely classic case of them having co-opted, bought, recruited, whatever term you want, Joe Biden. That's what people need to understand about the laptop story, right? This is not about Hunter. It's not about hookers. It's not about drugs. I mean, all of that is in here. But the central issue is that what is being purchased here is Joe. That's what Hunter's selling. That's what all this money and cash is for. There you have it. There you have it. And the email, the email from one of Hunter Biden's business partners talking about 10% for the big guy, 10% for the big guy is Joe Biden. The big guy is Joe Biden. And, and th there can't be a, a rational, logical, sound mind person out there that looks at tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars flowing into the Biden family through James Biden and Hunter Biden and look at me with a straight face and say none of that money went to Joe. Who wants to make that case? The Biden family gets tens of millions from foreign entities, from foreign governments, and you want to tell me 
that the big guy didn't get his cut? Who are we kidding? Who are we kidding? There's, there's, you can't convince me that the person who they're selling his name to other countries didn't get a cut. The Biden family didn't share their proceeds with Joe Biden. You can't tell me with a straight face that that did not happen. Well, the uh, Yahoo News simply expanded on the New York Times or the New York Post reporting from 2020, which, by the way, as I've mentioned, New York Post, they got blasted by the left. New York Post had their Twitter account frozen. They had their uh, story on this uh, Hunter Biden laptop. They had the story uh, pulled off of all these platforms. They called it fake news. I played the montage the other day. They called it Russian disinformation. Russian disinformation. Well, no, the story was true. It wasn't Russian disinformation. These folks are straight-up liars. Well, Yahoo ran a story today only repeating what the New York Post has already reported, except for they did go into a little more detail. But I find it humorous how the New York Post reports something, and then the Yahoo News comes out two years later and goes, they report the same thing, and they report it as exclusive and breaking news. No, this stuff's been out there. It's called the Hunter Biden laptop story. It came out in 2020 by New York Post. Nonetheless, here's some details. There's a energy tycoon, a former Hong Kong government minister, and energy tycoon had uh, passed links to China's pe- China's People's Liberation Army or CCP, in other, term, in other word. Well, this, uh, this gentleman had formed a business partnership with Hunter Biden and James Biden. Well, who's James Biden? That's President Biden's brother. And in November of 2017, this fella, by the name of Yi Jianming, also... Patrick Ho, H-O, Patrick Ho, these two men did a deal with the Bidens. They did a deal with the Bidens. But in November of 2017, uh, the gentleman I just mentioned from China, who is working hand-in-hand with the Chinese Communist Party, he was arrested by FBI agents at New York's JFK airport as part of what Uh, A couple senators called an audacious plot to dole out millions of dollars in bribes to African leaders in exchange for major energy contracts that appear to advance Chinese government interest. Yahoo reported in 2018 that Ho's first phone call after his arrest was to who? James Biden. What did uh, this uh, Chinese... Communist Party loyalist request from James Biden to get him a lawyer. (laughs) He wanted James Biden to get him a lawyer to help get him out of jail. According to the report published Monday by Yahoo News, the infamous Hunter Biden laptop contained an audio recording from May 11th of 2018 between Hunter Biden and a woman who has not been identified. 
Hunter Biden in the audio complained about a reporter for the New York Times who was asking about this Chinese business partner. Hunter Biden in the audio goes on to say, literally the spy chief of China. That's how he's describing this Chinese business partner that was arrested in New York that, that Hunter Biden did business deals with. He described him as, quote, literally the spy chief of China. And I've excluded an expletive there. Literally the spy chief of China. Biden says in the conversation that was on his own laptop, according to Yahoo News, that same conversation that was on his computer, according to the report, includes Hunter Biden talking about phone calls from his father. Hmm, I thought Joe Biden didn't talk to his son about their business deals. As the news media was delving into Hunter Biden's business dealings, President Biden has always denied involvement in the business dealings of Hunter Biden or other family members for that matter. In the recorded call, Hunter Biden complained that Yi, one of the other business deal, uh, one of the other business persons coming out of China, whom he called, Hunter Biden called him, quote, my partner, and quote, the richest man in the world, had gone missing. This guy went completely missing in China. In fact, the business partner has not been seen in public since that time. Uh, concluding this, over four, over a 14-month period beginning in 2017 and ending in 2018, the Chinese company CEFC China Energy, which Yi founded, and whose nonprofit ar- uh, arm was run by Ho, H-O, paid out $4.8 million to an investment firm that Hunter Biden ran, Hunter Biden controlled. Uh, Documents obtained by Republican Senator Charles Grassley or Chuck Grassley of Iowa show that $1.4 million then went to James Biden consulting firm. So James Biden got his $1.4 million cut. So this is the, the 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 Biden family is deeply deeply compromised, and that is no secret in uh, D.C. circles. But the American people still elected him. Well, so we think the American people still elected him, despite all the compromise, despite all the compromise. And as I've said before, and I'll say it again, what the left and the Democrats portray on others, what they project onto others, they themselves are responsible for. So they say that Donald J. Trump is compromised by the Russian Federation. Donald J. Trump and his family is compromised. They're compromised. They're in bed with Vladimir Putin. That was a narrative for so many years. We spent so much time and energy and money on a fake narrative. Well, what's the true narrative? Well, the true narrative is that the Biden family is so very compromised. The Biden family is so very compromised, but with multiple countries. This is just not this is not just a China problem, folks. This is a Ukraine problem. This is a Russia problem. This is a China problem. And who knows what other countries uh, the Bidens are compromised with. We'll probably find out as as more details from this laptop are released. Well, I played a clip yesterday of Dr. Oz running an episode on his show in the past 
really talking up and affirming the terrible, terrible uh, path of gender dysphoria and uh, and and, and genital mutilation and cross hormone treatments, all this terrible stuff that destroys youth bodies. Uh, Dr. Oz was talking up on his show. Well, he also they also found a clip of him in the past talking about red flag laws and how your neighbor and my neighbor should just be able to report us to the cops anonymously if they don't like what we say. Clip four, let's listen. This issue of being anonymous is, for me, vital. If someone's already dangerous, a co-worker, you don't want to make yourself a target by telling everybody, hey, I think you're dangerous, right? So I think, well, would, would, I th- how many of you would be more comfortable if it was anonymous? Yeah. So I think... Part of the hope I gather is that we'll make a, a system so that I can call in and say, I, there's evidence besides my testimony that this person's dangerous. Look at their Facebook feed or social media postings or comments they've made to other coworkers besides me. Do a little investigating. I'm alerting you, pretty little red flag up there saying this person's a concern. Then I would hope that all the states would say, well, if there's obvious evidence and you're pointing us to it, you don't have to get involved personally. Is that what's gonna eventually happen, hopefully in, in most states? Uh, so that is something that you can do. <laughs> oh, Dr. Oz, the Republican out of Pennsylvania that Donald J. Trump endorsed. I told Bobby I wasn't going to get worked up today, but boy, am I. What on earth is Donald Trump doing endorsing this guy? You talk about shooting yourself in the foot. Dr. Oz... If he if he, he may not even know what he believes, but if he does know what he believes, what I'm hearing and what I'm listening to is terrible. He's t- this guy's like a reality TV doctor, and he's running for Senate uh, seat in Pennsylvania. What does this guy believe in? Because what I'm playing you on the air is absolutely terrible. You want to know who else uses anonymous reporting? China, Russia, and all the dictators and totalitarian governments. That's what they do. They let neighbors spy on neighbors, and you don't even know who your accuser is. This is a stupid and terrible idea, and Oz should never come close to being senator or any elected office holder in his life ever. And Donald J. Trump should rescind his endorsement yesterday. More on this tomorrow. See you next time. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.